Welcome to Positively 365, a podcast by Joe Wattis. We wish to entertain, instruct, and motivate. If nothing else, hopefully we can entertain and inspire you to live a more positive life 365 days a year. We hope you enjoy this message. The hospital's consulting dietitian was giving a lecture to several community nurses. She said, The rubbish we put into our stomachs and consume should have killed most of us sitting here years ago. Red meat is terrible. Fizzy drinks attack your stomach lining. Chinese food is loaded with MSG. Vegetables can be dangerous because of fertilizers and pesticides. And none of us realizes the long-term damage being done by the rotten bacteria in our drinking water. However, there is one food that is incredibly dangerous, and we all have or will eat it at some time in our lives. Now, is anyone here able to tell me what food it is that causes the most grief and suffering for years after eating it? A 65-year-old nurse sitting in the front row stood up and said, Wedding cake. Sigmund Freud put forward the idea that there are essentially two guiding methods by which we can approach life. The pleasure-pain principle and the reality principle. We all begin with the first, and some of us get to hang out, hang of the second as time goes by. The first way of approaching life is by avoiding pain and seeking pleasure. It is a very simple system. If it feels good, then eat it, take it, or do it. If it feels bad, then spit it out, get rid of it, or avoid it. This works pretty well for most organisms. It is a simple, rudimentary system that helps even bacteria survive. For a while, it works pretty well for people, too. During the first few months of our lives, when life is pretty simple, and all we need to do is eat, poop, and sleep, the pleasure-pain principle is a winning strategy. Smile and coo if it feels good. Frown and scream bloody murder if it feels bad. In either case, mom will come running and all will be well. In this week's episode, we will consider how some of the pain in life is necessary if we are to grow and to become fulfilled. But first, we have our trivia question of the day. Are you ready for it? Here it is. What percentage of the human body is made up of water? We will have the answer when we come back. Do you enjoy listening to this podcast? One of the ways we are able to continue is through listener support. Simply go to www dot anchor dot fm forward slash positively 365 from there you can access every episode of the podcast you can also leave me a message and if you feel so inclined you can click the support button for as little as 99 cents a month you can become a sponsor of this program 
you will earn my undying affection and have the satisfaction of knowing that you are doing something to spread more positivity in today's negative world. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support financially and otherwise. Do you know the answer to this week's trivia question? The question is, what percentage of the human body is made up of water? The answer, up to 60% of the adult human body is water. The brain and heart are composed of 73% water, and the lungs are about 83% water. The skin contains 64%, muscles and kidneys are 79%, even the bones are watery at 31%. Each day, humans must consume a certain amount of water to survive. Of course, this varies according to age and gender, and also by where someone lives. Now you know. If we want to live meaningful lives, we should not just be living on the level of seeking pleasure and avoiding pain. One of the main principles of life is that our attitude toward work makes or breaks us. If we live out our whole lives under the sway of the pleasure plane principle, we will never make the kinds of investments that lead to a successful, satisfying life. We will never learn to walk, speak, ride a bicycle, or bake a cake. We will eat too much and exercise too little. We will spend too much and save too little. We will be taken over by our greed, which will never be satisfied. We will miss opportunities because we're too frightened to take a risk. We will avoid having intimate relationships or really any relationships at all because relationships by definition involve conflict, pain, and separateness, which we will not be able to stand, even though that means we will never love or be loved. Put simply, we will waste away because we never challenge ourselves to do anything that means anything. Freud also called the pleasure plane principle the nirvana principle. But when you stop and think about it, nirvana in this view is a pretty miserable place. Wilfred Bion, a British psychoanalyst of the late 1960s, thought a lot about how we grow our minds by learning through experience, by facing frustration rather than evading it. He thought of this process as developing mental muscle. I like that image. Just like we must challenge the body to develop physical muscle, so we must challenge the mind to grow mental muscle. It cannot happen in a vacuum. It cannot happen without pain. It cannot happen in nirvana. We must push ourselves to engage with the real world, stretch beyond our comfort zone. In all of its complexities, the world can help us grow with all of its challenges, in the face of its uncertainties, and even in the face of our fears. We must feel the burn. As Thomas Edison once said, there is no substitute for hard work.
In putting off today's pleasures by investing in tomorrow's rewards, we tend to be healthier, happier, and more successful. Just why is this? Fundamentally, I think we reap these rewards because we have earned them. Now, I don't mean that we've earned them like we've been good little boys and girls and so now we get our prize. I mean that we have earned them in the sense that we have worked for them and so we can feel confident deep in our bones that they belong to us. Rewards that come by luck are fleeting because we know we didn't do anything to bring them about. But rewards that come through hard work feel more lasting and make us feel more secure because we know that we deserve them and that, if we keep working, we can even have more of them. As Thomas Jefferson once said, the harder I work, the luckier I get. He sure got that right. Once upon a time, in the middle of a beautiful city, there was a museum laid with beautiful marble tiles and with a huge marble statue as part of the display. Many people came from all over the world and visited the museum every day and admired the beautifully crafted statue. One night after closing, the marble tiles started talking to the marble statue. The marble tiles said, Hey, statue, don't you think that it's just not fair that everybody from all over the world come all the way here to admire you while ignoring and stepping on me? The marble statue responded, My dear brother Tile, don't you remember that we are actually from the same cave? Yes, I do. That is why I feel it's even more unfair. Both of us were born from the same cave, and yet the world treats you so differently now. That is so unfair. Yes, you are right, my brother. But do you still remember the day that the sculptor tried to work on you, but you resisted his tools? Yes, I despise that guy. How could he use those nasty tools on me? Well... Since you resisted his tools, he couldn't work on you. When he decided to give up on you, he started working on me instead. I knew at once that I would be something different and unique after all his efforts. I bore all the painful tools he used on me to allow him to craft me as he wanted. But those tools were so painful. My brother, there is a price for everything in life. Since you decided to resist and gave up halfway, you can't blame anyone who steps on you now. The marble tiles silently listened to his brother's words and started to reflect on it. The moral here is clear. The harder the knocks you go through in life, the more you learn and put them to use in your future. So do not be discouraged by setbacks and failures. Keep trying to be better and do better. Thank you for joining us today. Please consider taking a moment to like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. You can also connect with us and join the conversation on Facebook. 
Just search for Positively 365. We would love to hear from you. So, until next time, stay positive today and every day, 365 days a year. The preceding has been a Canine Wattis production. Sandy, Rita, Levi, do you approve?